Hello and welcome to livealittlehigher.com. This week we continue Hodot Halevavot, Duties of the Heart by Rabbi Bahia Ibn Pakuda. And today we're going to be talking <clears throat> about the attitude of a person that has trust in Hashem. And it says that the attitude of a Balbitahon in all of these <clears throat> and related areas is to strive to do them solely because they will bring him closer to God. So we were talking last week about mitzvot that are between us and Hashem and mitzvot that we do between us and other people. And uh, in reality, the whole uh, intention, kavanah, behind our fulfilling the mitzvot should be to bring us closer to God. This is the, the, the intention that we should have. There's many things that come with them. Like you get refined, you get merits, you get all these things. But this is not the, the purpose for our fulfillment of mitzvot. The, 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 we get it, but the purpose should be to want to be close to Hashem. His motivation will be completely free of seeking praise and reward. A person that lives like this doesn't need honor, doesn't need people to be telling him he's great, doesn't need to prove anything to anybody, and that's, that's how it should be. So it says here <coughs> that Rav Matisyahu, Salomon, Shlita, who is the, the rabbi at Das Torah of Lakewood, who has an organization that is called Torah Links Organization, which runs a, an outreach program, once he was addressing those who worked in the organization, and he said to them, that even though whatever they do is amazing, they're not the heroes of the story. They shouldn't feel like they're the ones that are giving to other people opportunity and they work so hard to give to others. They're not the heroes of the story because the real heroes of the story are the people they, they help. In reality, I can be giving all these Torah classes and it's amazing, yes, Margie, wonderful, you prepare them, you record them, you edit them, you put them in the website, it's a lot of work. But I'm not the hero of the story. The hero of the story is each one of you. When you grow, when you get out of your comfort zone, when you listen to Ashur and you think, yes, she's right, I should do this, I should do this a little more, I should pray a little more, I should do a little, one more mitzvah, I should really change my life, I should really live like a Jewish person. It, it resonates with me, I have to start working on myself. You are the heroes of the story. I'm just a provider here. I'm just a, 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 a conduit between Hashem and you. That's what I am. But in reality, the ones that have to put the effort in changing yourselves is you. So, so it says here that if your motives are truly sincere and you rely on Hashem to allow your efforts to succeed, there is another requirement you have to fulfill. You should make every effort possible to conceal what you have done or tried to do from anyone who is not directly involved and has no need to know about it. So what it's important in your kindness, in your hesed work, when you do things for other people, people who are not involved don't need to know what you do. Like if you go to the hospital and visit sick people, 
yes you can say it to people who are gonna be inspired who are gonna do it also who are also doing it or you're someone very close to you but people in the street that are nothing to do with it you have the quieter you are about your kindness and the things you do for Hashem the better the, the result is gonna be for you so the reward for any deed performed from another behalf is magnified exponentially when it is done quietly and discreetly. So there's a story of Rabbi Eliyahu Dessler. He writes about true versus fraudulent in Kiddush Hashem. He says that any action on spiritual level a person achieves that is private and discreet has more chance of being real and sincere. Like when we don't have to be boasting about all the goodness we do, the big sedaka I gave, that big check I gave. When you're quiet and you're modest in your endeavors, the more you conceal it, the more, the, the more sincere and real it's gonna be. The more public it is, the more it is in the public eye. So the more the chance that it is false and insincere. So take the challenging mitzvah of Kiddush Hashem, for example. The first step is to make a Kiddush Hashem. You want to uh, elevate the name of God uh, in your life. And you consider making one in, in others' lives. The Talmud says anyone who could be learning Torah and does, doesn't is referred to as despising the word of Hashem. And this is an example of the concept of making a Hilul Hashem. So if you have the opportunity to sit down and learn a little Torah for 10 minutes and you're not doing it, you're really doing a Hilul Hashem because you're des you have the time, you have the opportunity, and, and you're throwing it away, you're desecrating the name of God. So it leads to the obvious conclusion that remedying your own shortcomings and addressing them is the essential first necessary level of Kiddush Hashem. So when you want to elevate the name of God, when you want to give Hashem a kiss, you want to show Him how much you love Him, it has to start with you. Many people start on the outside, they do things for God that everybody should see them, but in reality it has to start inside of you with your character traits, working on yourself. If you're an angry person, working on your anger management. If you're an envious person, working on not being envious about other people. We all have our things that we have to work on. If you are a person that is impatient or you're a person that that is uh, reactive, all these things, it, when we start working on them, it's between you and God, it's internal. So that's when the biggest Kiddush Hashem is done. And the base, basic structure of the second step is to perform a Kiddush Hashem in front of 10 Jewish people to teach them faith in Hashem and the obligation to keep mitzvot. So the second step is to do it with 10 people in which you're giving them an example and you are inspiring them to keep uh, uh, to keep the Torah and the mitzvot. This is what what it is. And above that level, and leading on from it to the third step, there are those who strive to make kiddush Hashem among the nations of the world. When it comes to be outside of our Jewish uh, ghetto, let's say it, and we do it outside of our place to show the world that God is great. So for example, um, 
that, that the person sees that his love for Hashem is so great that he wants to share it with the whole world. So when you say, for example, you tell about a miracle that happened to you and you praise the name of Hashem in front of non-Jewish people or other people, then you're bringing the name of God to the world. And this is the third step of Akidush Hashem. So this was the level of Rabbi Shimon ben Shetah, as re reported in the Talmud Yerushalmi. The Talmud relates that he returned pearls he found in a pouch of a donkey that he had bought from a non-Jew. You know, it's funny because last week I saw in Fox News, there was this news that I couldn't believe it ended up in Fox News. But it was the story of an Israeli taxi driver in Israel that found $60,000 in his taxi. And he made it a point to go out and look for the owner of these $60,000. It is a commandment of the Torah that when you find a lost object and you know who the owner is, you're obliged to return this object. It's not, he, did, he didn't do anything special, really. He's doing what a Jew should be doing. But the whole story was saying how he went back home and he went back to every person he rode in his car and thought about the last person. And he remembered it was this old lady that he left in the hospital. So he went back to the hospital, looked for the old lady till he found her and brought her the $60,000. And it was for her treatment. She had brought this money to pay her treatment. And it ended up in, in Fox News, this, this news, this piece of news. I don't know how it ended up there, but it is a Kiddush Hashem because it's showing the whole world what proper behavior is. So, so here, this story reminds me the story of Rabbi Shimon ben Shetak that he bought this donkey from a non-Jewish person and he found these pearls, a pouch of pearls with the donkey and he nevertheless went back and he returned the pearls to the non-Jew. He could have kept them. He could have kept them. He could have said, look, I bought your donkey and it came with the pearls. But nevertheless, he, was, he did what the, a Jew is supposed to do. And, he, and, 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 and the Jew expressed when he said, Blessed is the God of Shimon ben Shetach. This is what the, the non-Jew said. So why then is it that we see these steps reversed in our own lives? What is it more important to begin with ourselves? This is the first step. It's because our primary desire is to make it a Kiddush Hashem. The desire is to tell the whole world we, we love God before the world. This comes even before our desire to make a Kiddush Hashem in front of Jews by teaching them Torah and mitzvot. So this is the first desire, is to, to, to shout it to the world. The certain comes, way becomes wishing to make a Kiddush Hashem in our own lives because it's a silent Kiddush Hashem. Nobody knows. So between you and Hashem. So the reason is to quote Rav Simha Sizzle, a person thinks that he's trying to enhance the name of heaven in people's eyes, but in truth he's really hoping to enhance, enhance his own name in people's eyes. So that's why step number one is the most important of all, because when you do a Kiddush Hashem between you and you, you and God, you, you're, nobody's changing their perception towards you. It's not about you. It's about God. But when we do it for others, in front of others, we want to shout it to the world, it's really about you. So, so to finish off here, when Hashem causes a mitzvah to occur, occur through you, 
You should consider yourself privileged that you have been so honored. Reject any praise of honor that people offer for you because you did a mitzvah. You know, when people tell you, oh, you're so special, you did this for this person, try not to. Tell that person, you know what? I'm not special. Hashem gave me an opportunity and I just took it. The one that's special is God that gives, gives me the opportunity. That's it. But when you make it about you, then we lost the point. So this could lead you to, be, to, get, to become proud and arrogant and corrupt your original sincere motivations that in turn would cause your actions to lose their value and your reward to be diminished. So the, 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 the most important thing in life is in your head, always think that God is before you always. He's first. You're second. He's first. The, the most important thing is Him. And when we do things for Him, and we are modest about it, and we're quiet, and we're, we're, we're you know, we're internal, then the rewards are going to be immense. So I leave you here. I, I wish you a blessed week. And remember, live a little higher. Thank you.